Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. So the big news here is that Slack, which is, of course, a messaging platform owned by Salesforce, is adding new AI functionalities and workflow features to enhance productivity and make collaboration easier for its enterprise users. So I think this follows like a month after the platform's redesigned user interface received some mixed reactions from its global user base. Um, this is interest. This is news to me personally. I didn't even know they did a redesign. I use it all the time. <laughs> did I not update it? I don't know. I have a downloaded app. Anyways, um, I think the latest features were announced ahead of Salesforce's annual Dreamforce conference and include Slack AI, which is, you know, essentially this is a list capability and an improved workflow builder. So let's talk about Slack's evolving mission and all of this. So according to Rob Seaman, who is the senior vice president of enterprise products at Slack, the platform has evolved from being just a channel-based messaging platform to a, quote, intelligent productivity platform. And the development really focuses on three key areas. So number one is collaboration, which is, you know, the core function that Slack is widely known for, right? Messaging your colleagues on there. It's just a, a message place. Um, number two is knowledge. So they're really focusing on kind of positioning Slack as an essential knowledge repository within a company. This is interesting, right? The reason I think like collaboration, of course, that's a business knowledge. The reason I think this is interesting is um, knowledge is also another word, in my opinion, for data. So, you know, they're positioning Slack as an essential knowledge repository, right? Like you need Slack. This is where all your company's info is. If you want to find something about like uh, what's going on in your company, you can find it in your Slack. They really want to make sure that you're using Slack for everything, putting all your data in there. And then they have all of this really powerful data, which can be like used to train models internally or externally or whatever. There, there's a lot of things. There, pretty much the value in AI nowadays is in the data. And so they're making sure that you put all of your quote unquote knowledge, but really all of your data in there. Um, so it's the most useful with AI. The third thing that Slack wants to start focusing on is automation. So really enabling users to automate tasks to in improve productivity. That is what every software in the entire galaxy alleges or aspires, maybe not alleges, aspires to do. So great, whatever, automation, improve productivity, cool. In any case, not all new features I think are going to be available immediately according to the company. So let's talk about Slack AI, which is, you know, and some of the first wave of features that are going to be rolling out here. So earlier this year, Salesforce promised new features powered by their proprietary language models. Um, now Slack AI is rolling out its first batch, and these are the first three things that we're going to see. Number one is channel recaps. So AI generated summaries of channels for quick updates. If you want to just get a quick update of what's going on in the channel, um, this I feel like is a lot more useful for uh, big corporations. Have a ton of people messaging in there. It's kind of funny because I see 
I, yeah, I, I see this where it's like you jump in a channel and there's like so much that has gone on since you were last there. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I looked, I checked in like four hours ago. How did like a hundred messages get sent? But I don't want to scroll through all a hundred messages. Um, so channel recaps, very useful. Number two is thread summaries. So summaries of individual threads to quickly get up to speed. Again, same problem with channel recaps. Someone's going to start a thread and then they like put like a hundred messages in there. And it's just like, you know, it's a lot to read. I'm sorry that happened to you or congratulations. You know, it's, you got to read the whole thing to find out what's going on. The third one is search answers. So, so natural language search within Slack for rapid responses. I think this is great. I tend to think everyone should have better search responses. I kind of hate it when like, like, I feel like the way I search for things on software is so specific. It's like, I can still remember like a specific email that has a, a core piece of information in it. And I like have to try to remember like a keyword that I would have like said within that email, right? Like taxes 2020, like one or something random. Um, and then I can like find that email and I'm like, oh yeah, here's like this important document or thing that I need. Um, so it's kind of funny. Anyways, I think that uh, better search search using AI is a big way that AI is going to get integrated into everything. It's amazing. It's just like, being able to say, hey, can you find me my email or my document or my message about like when I was talking about X, Y, and Z at like sometime around this time, that is so much better than like having to go to Gmail and like try to like search by date and like throw in like the right keyword. Like I just, it's so, it's so ridiculous. Honestly, sometimes I'll send myself an email with an important document and like all it is is in a doc, a document attached, and the and the subject line is just like a keyword. I know I'm gonna try. I'll like remember to search in the future. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We have to do that. You, this AI search thing is so much better, where you could just search for it and find exactly what you're looking for with natural language. That's great. So, I think a lot of these features aim to improve users' um, experience with a more streamlined kind of approach to this whole thing, especially those who are re-entering a discussion after being away. Also imagine, right, like you're on maternity leave or paternity leave, you're out of the office on vacation for two weeks, you get back and you're like, what the heck happened in this thread? That's a great thing. So I think the AI generated summaries and uh, highlights add value by letting users cut straight to important information without having to go through an entire conversation history, which like conversations have this thing, have, like have this like phenomenon where like, I say something, you say something, I say something. We're like discussing, we're figuring something out. By the end of the conversation, we we come to like the consensus. Of course, at that point, maybe it should have been like a quick call instead of like a, a message thread or like a conversation on Slack. But sometimes it is what it is and people are away and trying to get in between meetings. So like, I get it. Um, you gotta do what you gotta do. But it is really frustrating, I imagine, for people coming back like two weeks in and trying to figure out like a hundred messages where it's like, all you need to know is like the outcome of the conversation. You don't need to know like all the information as to what we debated about why this or that or not this or that and like where it ended up just like can be a summary of the overall so anyways the the big thing that i think slack is trying to do here is kind of building trust and transparency so seaman emphasized that one of the best features of channel recap is the display of the source along with the highlights right so it's not just going to give you like here's the highlights of what you missed it's going to give you the source and you'll be able to click to the exact messages so you're not like worried uh, you're you know misinterpreting something. And if you are, you can click on exactly where uh, the highlight came from. And that kind of brings in trust and transparency into the whole user experience. I think the feature allows users to cross verify the information by clicking through to the source 
And yeah, you're not left wondering like, is this actually what happened or is this just what the AI is giving me and I don't wanna read 100 messages to find out. So this is a very easy way to verify the facts. The new search answers feature integrates generative AI into Slack search functionality, um, offering summarized answers to natural language queries. However, this dis doesn't uh, like replace the existing search features, but it kind of complements it, um, displaying summaries on top of the regular search results. They didn't just like completely overhaul the search results. They've just added an extra little thing on top that is hopefully going to make your life a little bit easier. So. Um, when it comes to security and compliance, Slack's AI features are hosted within the company's own virtual private cloud. Ensuring data security, Siemens stated that these AI capabilities will offer the same level of security and compliance that customers expect from Slack with no data sent to or used by third parties. Um, and then talking about, you know, uh, some more features, they have lists and updated workflow builders. Number one is lists. So this new feature integrates work management capabilities, allowing users to track projects from initiation to completion. Very useful. The second one is updated workflow builder, which essentially enables teams to create um, automations without coding. It includes an automation hub with built-in templates and allows integrations with tools like Google, Asana, Jira, some other things. Um, this is something great about Slack. They got a lot of integrations that work great. So talking and looking forward to kind of the future, what their plans are here, I think Slack AI uh, the work management features are kind of set to be piloted this winter and are going to likely roll out in 2024. Um, meanwhile, the improved workflow builder is already available to users. Seaman hinted that this is just the beginning for Slack's AI functionalities as the company is, you know, also exploring additional use cases and features that might be introduced later. But I think, you know, Slack obviously is kind of continuing to uh, innovate. They're aiming to transform themselves into an all-encompassing platform for enterprise productivity. And I think the new features focused on AI and improved workflows are designed to make life easier for the modern enterprise, promising an efficient and secure user experience. So definitely something I will personally be testing out in the next little bit. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.